Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. My name is Holly. Hi, Sarah. My name is April. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I have a question about... My name's Julianne, and we live in India. I am wondering... Hi, Sarah. This is Crystal from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Can you give me a suggestion for an especially fabulous book? Hey there, I'm Sarah McKenzie. This is the Read Aloud Revival. And in this short episode, I'm answering one of your questions. Hi, Sarah. My name is Karen Webb, and I'm from Carmel, Indiana. I was calling about what your kids read once they got into high school and upper grades for fun. I have a freshman in high school who read avidly all the way through about sixth grade and then ran out of things to read. He's read all of the Percy Jacksons, all of the Harry Potters. He's read all of the Jennifer Nielsen's. Finding a hard time finding something that will challenge him in reading ability, but is also of interest to him. Hey, Karen. Okay, this is a great question. I think it's always useful to start when we have a question about what we should do or is there a good book or do you have recommendations is to sort of back up and consider what our goal is. So in this case, let's consider what your goal is for your son's reading life in high school. One really good way to get clear on this is just to fill in the blank in this sentence. After my child graduates, my son can blank. He still knows blank, and he values blank. I'll put this in the show notes so you have this to reference at readaloudrevival.com slash 203. But again, that, that sentence is, after my child graduates, he can blank, he still knows blank, and he values blank. Go ahead right now, pause this episode, just pause it for a minute, and spend like 60 seconds filling that sentence out with whatever comes to mind for you first. Did you do it? <laughs> Listen, the reason this is helpful is because a lot of us fall into a habit of thinking that our kids should be reading hard books in high school because that's what was done to us, or they should be reading from a certain book list because... Um, the kids we know in high school are doing that, maybe. At any rate, that's what we feel like we should be doing. But it's sort of this nebulous should. We're not sure why. So if we actually stop and think about why, the truth is you are the expert on your own homeschool, Karen. I'm the expert on mine. And everybody listening here is on is the expert of their own homeschool. So no one else can really tell you what your kids should read in high school since no one else knows your kids as well as you do or is responsible for raising them like you are. And that's really good news, right? Because it means once you can fill in those blanks, after my child graduates, he can blank, he still knows blank, and he values blank. Once you have those answers, you pretty much have an idea for what the whole point is of reading in your high schooler's life to begin with. And then a lot of these cascading decisions are clarified for us when we start with that goal. So um, I asked my 18-year-old to share, you know, what some of the things she's read for fun in high school, and I'm going to give you some recommendations here in a minute. She's loved a lot of the same books that you mentioned your son liking, Karen, and she said, well, everything I read in high school is for fun, <laughs> which is pretty true with a couple of exceptions, but not too many. For the most part, my kids mostly read for fun. 
in high school. They're select self-selecting almost all of their reading. Not quite all of it, but almost all of it. My own goals for my kids in high school revolve around them loving to read, doing it a lot of it for pleasure, and then being able to read easily and discuss the ideas they encounter in those books with ease and with joy. And so um, because those are my goals, because I can fill out that sentence after my child graduates, he can blank, he still knows blank, and he values blank differently than you, when I am answering those questions, that helps me realize I don't really need to challenge my child's reading ability in high school. And that's one of the things you asked. You said you were having a hard time finding books that he would like to read for pleasure and that also challenge him. And if that is your goal, then we can talk about that. And I'll, I'll mention a few of the books in my the recommendations I've got for you today that might do that. For me, I don't worry too much around challenging my kids' reading ability in high school because all of those goals that I mentioned – um, wanting my kids to love reading, doing it a lot for pleasure, being able to read whatever they want to read or whatever they read with ease and discuss the ideas within, those can be developed, those skills can be developed without necessarily challenging their reading level. I think it's interesting if we keep in mind that most of what adults read, most of what we read, actually lies between the 8th and 10th grade reading level. You know, the newspaper, magazines, adult novels, almost everything adults read usually falls somewhere between 8th and 10th grade. A lot of it's actually even a little lower than that. And yet we don't usually worry that we're not reading at the highest level we can, right? So you're not reading Time magazine or the latest Pulitzer Prize winning book and going, I should be reading something above the 12th grade level because I'm in 12th grade. <laughs> I mean, I'm above 12th grade. I'm an adult, right? So... This is not actually a question that most adult readers ask, and I think it's useful at least to just acknowledge that and know you can be growing and learning, connecting ideas, and uh, becoming a better reader even if you're not reading at the top of your ability level. So let's talk about recommendations. Um, I have a whole bunch of them for you, and you're going to want them in the show notes, readaloudrevival.com slash 203. recommendations I got from my own adult children and high schooler and um, and a few of them are just from my own bucket of ideas. So the one one particular author that my um, high school and adult kids have loved uh, and loved in high school particularly that also loved like Percy Jackson and Harry Potter uh, is Brandon Sanderson. So Brandon Sanderson has done a lot of adult fantasy, but he's also written some middle grade, and then he's written some young adult. And there is a series called The Reckoners that my high schoolers have loved. I think there's three or four in the series. I've not read it myself. My high schoolers have read it and just loved it. So if he, um, if you're some like sci-fi or fantasy, that can be a good way to go. Another uh, good recommendation in that same vein are the Michael Vay books. My son really has enjoyed those to read for fun in high school. Those are science fiction. Um, Michael Vay, spelled V-E-Y. Those are that's the series. The Wing Feather Saga series by Andrew Peterson would be a good option here. And so would the Wilder King trilogy by Jonathan Rogers. And again, those two aren't going to be written at like an 11th grade reading level or something, but they're really rich reading. And so as an adult, I would have no problem, of course, reading either of these books and being really fed, nourished in my reading life by them. And the same is true for your high schooler. Um, so 
those are also some good choices. Uh, the Wing Feather Saga and the Wilder King trilogy, uh, I found at the Rabbit Room, and the Rabbit Room also publishes a book. Um, I think they're the publisher of the book. Maybe they're not. Maybe they just sell it. But it's a series by Helena Sorensen called the Shiloh series. The covers are a little misleading because they don't look like fantasy adventure novels, and they are. Um, they're a little slower paced as far as fantasy nature novels go. At least I read the first one. Uh, it's, the book is called, the first book in the Shiloh series is called Shiloh. But it's, um, I think the covers are a little misleading because they don't look like YA um, fantasy novels, but they are. And then another couple in that same fantasy, science fiction-y kind of idea are a few by N.D. Wilson, The Boys of Blur, which my daughter, my now 18-year-old daughter, loved in high school. I wasn't as big of a fan of it. I think it was a little dark for me, but The Boys of Blur and also Lee Pike Ridge. She loved both of those. Actually, so does my 16-year-old. So those are also great, fun pleasure reads. Let's see. What else? Sweep by Jonathan Augsier is a middle grade novel, I think, technically. But if your high schooler has not read it, totally read it. So good. It's one of the best books. So good. Um, and then I was thinking about uh, some recommendations from specifically my son and then my daughters, just to kind of like give anyone who's listening some ideas for their high schoolers. So a few others my son has really liked. Um, the Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. We listened to that one together. You might have heard me say, um, I can't remember if I said this on a podcast episode or just at a conference, but we actually listened to The Screwtape Letters on audio twice in a row, and it was fabulous, like such a fabulous experience, so highly recommended. Um, my son also really likes nonfiction books, so he has enjoyed Atomic Habits by James Clear Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, um, The Lazy Genius Way by Kendra Adachi, um, and then a couple of memoirs that he's enjoyed are The Boys in the Boat. Um, I actually recommend The Boys in the Boat Young Readers adaptation and also Unbroken. And again, I recommend the Young Readers adaptation. They're definitely rich and heavy enough for your high schoolers, um, but they don't have quite as much like detail and description as the adult versions. I think they're a little better, to be honest. <laughs> so I recommend the Young Readers adaptations. My girls in high school have really loved the Cinder series by Marissa Meyer. Those are like science fiction spins on fairy tales. So like the first one's called Cinder. And it's basically like the Cinderella story retold, but she's a cyborg. So my now 18-year-old really loved that whole series. Um, the Books of Bayern are by Shannon Hale, and they're an entire fantasy series that are um, retellings of fairy tales really well done. Those are also, I recommend those for adults a lot, but your high schoolers will enjoy those. The Books of Bayern starts with The Goose Girl, really well done. Um, if you've got historical fiction, anyone listening has historical fiction lovers, I got you covered because I love some historical fiction. So does my oldest daughter. Um, Lovely War by Julie Berry. The Downstairs Girl by Stacey Lee. The Fountains of Silence by Ruta Sapetis. Dang, that was a good one. Um, the Last Bookshop in London by Madeline Martin, which is actually our Mama Book Club pick for this summer in RAR Premium. But it's an excellent book for high schoolers who love historical fiction, especially if they're into World War II um, let's see what some other, oh, you know, Susan Meisner, who's my favorite novelist, uh, she writes adult 
historical fiction novels, and they're so good. Uh, a lot of her books are good for high schoolers. Not, I mean, not all of them, or at least you might want to preview. Sometimes they have some issues in them that you might want to be aware of before you hand them to your kids. But A Fall of Marigolds is usually what I recommend first. Um, and I, that's a great one for high schoolers to read. Um, if you've got this probably doesn't relate to you so much, Karen, but anyone else listening, if you've got uh, high school girls who loved Anne of Green Gables, they may really enjoy Marilla of Green Gables. And boys, too, I guess. But I don't hear as many boys saying they love Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> I know a few. Um, my boys love watching the Anne of Green Gables movies with us. So anyway, Marilla of Green Gables is Marilla's story. It's by Sarah McCoy. It's super fabulous. So well done. Um, and then, of course, we have some classics like The Murder on the Orient Express by Agatha Christie. And actually, Agatha Christie's mysteries are really great, fun mysteries for high schoolers. The Father Brown Mysteries by G.K. Chesterton can be a really good fit here. Um, and if we want, you want to go more into classics, something like Pride and Prejudice and all the Jane Austen novels, my two adult daughters, who at the time of this recording are 18 and 20, we actually prefer to watch the movies first and then we read the novel together and we enjoy them better. I promise not cheating to do that. <laughs> what it does is it answers, if you've heard my episode on rereading, and if you haven't, you might want to go listen to it. One of the things that's really interesting is that the first time we're reading a book, we're always answering for what happens next. We're always looking for what happens in the plot. It's just the way our brains were made. It's the way our brains were designed. We want to know what happens next. And sometimes with some of these classics like Jane Austen books or Dickens novels, um, definitely Shakespeare plays, there are so many different characters that your brain is going to be burning a lot of calories trying to figure out what is happening in the story. So what I have found is that by watching the movie first and then reading the book, my brain gets a lot of those answers on what happens next. And so then when I'm reading the really good, rich language, I'm really able to fully get more layers of the nuanced language and the beautiful lyrical prose. I'm able to notice Jane Austen's subtle humor in a way that I don't think my brain would pick up on the first time if I was just um, reading it coming in cold. I'd need to read it twice, I think, to pick those up. So one way around that is to watch the movie first and then read the book later. I'm pretty sure I heard an audible gasp from somebody out there when I said that. <laughs> it's allowed, I promise. I got to stop because if I keep naming off uh, book recommendations, I'm going to drown Kara, our managing editor, with uh, these show notes because she's going to put all these books in the show notes for you. Readaloudrevival.com slash 203. Remember, always start with your goal. When you start with your goal, that makes a lot of those next decisions, those cascading decisions that we have to make easier because now we know what we're going for. It's not some big nebulous like what should I do, but what am I trying to accomplish here and so what's the easiest way to get there? If you need more recommendations for your kids or if like I'm rattling off all these titles and you think my kids read all of those, I would try looking at redeemedreader.com. Uh, the ladies there write excellent reviews, and they're usually reviewing books that are more recently published, which is really helpful because a lot of our kids want to read stuff that's coming out recently, and they're giving some reviews. Usually they're just pointing out things that are in there that you might want to know about in advance, uh, not necessarily recommending them one way or another, like you should read this or you shouldn't, but again, giving you the tools so that you can make that decision because you are the expert on your own family. Karen, thank you so much for this question, and let's go hear what the kids have been loving lately. Mm 
My name is Corinne, and I'm 12. I live in Pennsylvania. I like the book Rooftoppers by Katherine Rundle because it involves running on the rooftops, music, a lost mother, and a boy and a girl on an adventure. My name is Danielle. I live in Pennsylvania. And I like the book Paper Lost Cities Nightfall because it's part of my favorite series and I couldn't pick one, so I just randomly picked this one. And I'm almost 10 years old. Hey, my name is Emily, and I'm four years old, and I'm from Georgia. The favorite book I like, Amelia Bedelia books, because they are so funny. Hello, my name is Lucy, and I'm, and I'm Georgia, old, and uh, I like, and I'm in Georgia, and I like the piggy bit. Thanks for listening. If you've got a question for an upcoming episode, leave me a voicemail at readaloudrevival.com slash message. Until next time, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. So many of us feel overwhelmed in our homeschool. There's a lot to do, and it feels like every child needs something a little different. The good news is, you are the best person on the planet to help your kids learn and grow, and home is the best place to fall in love with books. I'm Sarah McKenzie. I'm a homeschooling mother of six, the author of Teaching from Rest, and the Read Aloud family, and I'm the host here on the Read Aloud Revival podcast. This podcast has been downloaded over 8 million times. And you know, I think it's because so many of us want the same things. We want our kids to be readers, to love reading. We want our homes to be warm and happy havens of learning and connection. We know that raising our kids is the most important work of our lives. That's kind of overwhelming, right? You are not alone. In Read Aloud Revival Premium, we offer family book clubs, a vibrant community, and Circle with Sarah coaching for you, the homeschooling mom, so you can teach from rest, homeschool with confidence, and raise kids who love to read. Our family book clubs are a game changer for your kids' relationship with books. We provide you with a family book club guide and an opportunity for your kids to meet the author or illustrator live on screen. So all you have to do is get the book, read it with your kids, and make those meaningful and lasting connections. They work for all ages, from your youngest kids to your teens. Every month, our community also gathers online for a circle with Sarah to get ideas and encouragement around creating the homeschooling life you crave. They're the most effective way I know to teach from rest and build a homeschool life you love. We want to help your kids fall in love with books, and we want to help you fall in love with homeschooling. Join us today at rarpremium.com.